Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Miss Black, your host, and today I'm excited to share uh, an activity that I tried or I've been trying for the past six weeks. So in the South Africa episode, I spoke about just having the time to really um, think and plan and just decompress um, and take, you know, and taking a two week vacation. What also happened when I was in South Africa, and I think that I mentioned it in this, in that episode is the, my friends that I went to visit while I were there are all retired. Two of them are younger than me. And so they are, uh, in their forties and they are retired and have been for about three years now. And, one is older than me and she will be celebrating her 75th birthday uh, in July. And so I'm always a person like I love to learn from other people. So being in South Africa with these three women who are retired, I was like, hmm, what does retired life look like? Especially for people who retire pretty young. Most of the, you know, most of my family's in law enforcement and they retired between the ages of 40 and 45 and there's like five of them. And so in looking at their retirement journeys, within two years of retirement, they had full-time jobs, right? So they retired and then they hung out for a year or two and then they went and found full-time jobs. They were just like, you know, now I can do something I like to do. Um, and so I thought, I don't necessarily know that I want to just go back into a full-time job. Now, let me phrase that. I know I don't want to go back into a fully um, full-time job where I am required to show up every day at a certain time and can't leave for a certain time. I needed something more flexible, which is why I love thinking about being work optional, but then to see some people who are actually work optional is really interesting. So one of my friends will be hiking the national parks um, in the U.S., um, all 63 of them, and that is what's bringing her joy. And so she's training. Um, she's also doing some marathons in that mix. And so that's what she spends her time doing is really like training and getting fit for these marathons and these hikes. Um, and of course, tra- you know, when you're hiking all the national parks, that means you're traveling like from state to state. And so you get to see, you know, the beauty of the country 
through the lens of the national parks. And I think that's great. So that's what brings her joy. That is what she's doing. That is her retired life for 2023. She's done different things since she's been retired, but that's what she's doing. Then the other friend is taking horseback riding lessons. And so learning how to ride a horse, never had the opportunity before. So it's taking those lessons and like, yes, I'm going to be, you know, an urban cowgirl. She's also taking sailing lessons. She wanted to learn how to sail a sailboat. And so that's something, skip her own ship or her own yacht. So that's what she's learning to do. And those are the two things that she's been working on and been bringing her joy. And the third friend who will be 75 in July is taking piano lessons and found to use piano and practices and has apps and goes to the lessons, you know, once or twice a week. And life is good. So I was like, oh, so that's what work optional or retirement life can look like where you can, you know, explore the things that you have always wanted to explore and, you know, and learn some new skills or have some new experiences. So while I was in South Africa, I found out that a um, colleague had passed away and she had been retired for less than two years, which then said to me, why do I have to wait to retirement to have this experience? So while I was in South Africa, I saw all, they have like beautiful um, beads and jewelry and there's a lot of like seed beading going on. I've always been fascinated and I've always been crafty. So I said, hmm, I would love, and I love uh, beautiful necklaces. So, and what I mean with like not, you know, gold or, or silver ne- necklaces, but like chunky um, big bead necklaces. And I'm like, I want to learn how to make um, these necklaces. So like, how do I you know, I was curious or I am curious. So I was like, let me see what that's about. So when I came home, I went and I Googled and it was just like jewelry making classes. And I decided on one. And for the past six weeks, I have been taking a jewelry making class. And it's an intro to beading uh, class. And in this class, I made a pearl necklace. So I learned how to tie pearls. Um, so I made a pearl necklace. I made a beaded bracelet. Um, I've made a beaded bracelet on elastic for two friends. And then I made this really beautiful statement necklace. And so I'll be posting some of those pictures. You'll get to see some of the projects that I made um, when this episode releases. So I enjoyed it so much that I am taking a second cycle of jewelry making class. So how did the jewelry... So I found the class. I registered for it. I take it on Saturdays from one to three. So um, I wake up on Saturdays. I always wash, I wash my hair now on Saturdays. So I get up, wash my hair, um, get dressed, get in the car, drive to the city for my class, find a parking space, And then I get there. So I believe I'm probably the youngest person in my jewelry making class. There's about eight of us there. 
Um, but great women, a psychiatrist, a former jewelry designer, an accountant, someone who worked for um, a for the unions at the state level, um, someone who, I don't even know what the other three women wrote, but those are the women who are close to me. That's what they do. It's like, you know, led by someone who's written a book on beading and jewelry making. And so we're all in there and we're getting our creative juices going. And what I love about the class is one, it introduced me to a new group of people. Two, I learned a, a new skill on this podcast. We talk to people with side hustles. I'm really proud of some of the jewelry that I've made and probably will say, hey, maybe I'll sell jewelry. I don't know. But the beauty was I have something that is new, new friends, and new skills, and just something that's like no pressure. It's almost like a therapy session because I just go and I get my beads and I try to put it all together. And some of these women are very stylish and they have old beads and we just share and we talk about life and articles and that sort of thing. So I'm happy that I did it. I'm happy that I did it at this age. And what I spend in supplies, you know, because it's about the finances as well, is something that I would probably a couple of you know weeks of eating out. So in order to afford that class, I've purchased, you know, I've brought lunch to work more or made a decided to get a lower cost lunch item. So I was basically I probably cut my lunch budget by more than half to make sure that I could pay for this class. And that was really important to me to not just add another expense to my monthly spending. Um, but the payoff has been wonderful. So in preparing or building your runway to retirement, you also have to think about like, what does that look like? What will you do? What will you like to try? And really when my friend, when my colleague passed away, I just said like, why wait? Right. And I'm at a stage where I'm an empty nester. My, you know, my son's off at college and I had more flexibility with my, my time and schedule. So I took the opportunity to do it. It would, it also helped me like, just really think like if jewelry class was the only, was that going to be the only social interaction that I would have during the week? You know, I live in an extended family house, so I do have other people to engage with. But I'm in talking to some of the ladies, it was like, I do this to get out the house. So the, it just brought up a lot of different things that you have to consider in retirement that too often, and even on this podcast, we try to talk about the mindset part of it, but it's also the social part of how to prepare for retirement. It's not just about the money right? So it's your mindset. You say, I'm going to retire and I'm going to accumulate my wealth. Great. But then how are you going to prepare for a new social circle? You may be the only person um, out of your friend group who is able to retire because, you know, 
we educators think like, ah, 55, can I just make it there if you work in New York City? But it gets there before you know it. And most of your friends are thinking they can't retire till they're 65. So even if they're your contemporaries age-wise, employment-wise, they may be ineligible to retire. So who are you going to do this stuff with? Um, So you have to start building that community and also being brave enough to explore the great enough to explore it and create the community that you want um, in retirement. And so doing it now uh, in a really safe space, because I still have my friends, we're all still working, um, was a cool test, right? And I was really happy to meet um, other people and engage with them. And I encourage you not to put everything off to retirement, but to, you know, Stick your little pinky toe in there uh, and try some things you might think will be interesting in retirement. So the highest leverage step that you can take to kind of explore a retirement activity is really see if there is a, well, one, know what you want to explore in retirement. So think about it. Um, And two, Look for short opportunities or small opportunities to engage in said activity. So in my case, it was a six-week jewelry making class. In your case, it may be a trip or a weekend um, to explore a place you may want to live, whatever it is. Start thinking and trying it now Don't wait until you're like, oh, I'm a year out. And then there's so many other things that you have to do to prepare for retirement. Take this opportunity to just kind of try it a little bit. Um, And you may find that you love it or you may find you hate it, which lets you know, cross that off my list. (laughs) Let's move on to something else. So thank you for listening to another episode. And remember, stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...